We're so glad that you've joined us today on the Relevant Church Podcast. There's so much God wants to do in and through you as you listen to this message. If you want to learn more about Relevant Church, visit us online at thisisrelevant.cc. I'm excited that we get a chance to do yeah, this. Yeah, me too, man. Um, we, we dialogue often, mm-hmm. uh, many times throughout, over the years, yeah. we, we talk about sermon series, we'll do the same series a lot of times, right. and many times, it's been Friday, Saturday night, we're up late, yes. on the phone, sharing notes, and sharing exactly. points, and sharing scriptures, uh-huh. and for us to be able to come together and do this is awesome, because we were both in the middle of series, absolutely. when this whole thing yeah. happened, and we were talking last week, we was like, what are we going to preach? Right. And and I was in the middle of a series called Bamboo Season. And we were just about to launch a season, uh, a series called I Love My Church. Yeah. And then we said, no, we have to do Fearless. Yes. Because this is the time for the church to be fearless. Absolutely. A.W. Tozer says this, a scared world needs a fearless church. Yes. And together we want to share today that we are fearless. Yes, yes. You want to pray over this word before we dive in? Come on, let's do this. Father God, thank you so much for this opportunity to engage with individuals in their homes. Thank you, Lord, that your gospel cannot be stopped. Lord Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. And so God, thank you that coronavirus cannot stop your mission from going forward. Lord, bless this word. Thank you for my brother, Pastor Robert, for being able to just hear from you and hear this incredible word that he's about to share. And so God, I pray that we'll lean in, take notes and receive all that you have for us through this word. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. What a powerful prayer. Praise God, man. And I just noticed how you just put it all on me. Yeah, yeah, bro. You're doing this. <laughs> Listen, when we started talking about this, he started sharing with me about the word that God had placed on his heart. And I was like, oh, well, then, brother, you're preaching. He's my friend. So, <laughs> And he is the best preacher I know. I don't know about all that. You need more friends. <laughs> That's true, because my other friends don't spray me down with Lysol. <laughs> so I'm excited. Yeah. Um, we were talking about being fearless last yeah. week. We did a Psalms uh, 91, and right. we were talking about uh, what does it look like to dwell uh, in the shelter of the Most High. Yeah. And and this week we we're talking, and I said I want to talk about somehow what does it look like to be to 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 be to have fearless faith. Mm-hmm. In the midst of fear. So good. How do I have faith in the midst of fear? Right. Because fear is running rampant in Absolutely. our world. Fear yeah. is running rampant in our state, For sure. in our cities, in our communities, even in our churches. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have, and it's just natural. Right. The natural response to the craziness that happened is to be afraid. To mm-hmm. there's un, un, uncertainty. Right. You know, uh, we we have uh, uh, presidents and governors and people and political powers and authorities yeah. that are dealing with something that there is no handbook for. Right. They've never dealt with this before. But we have a handbook. We do. Ooh. Come on, look at preachers with Bibles. Praise God. So we have a handbook that teaches us how to navigate life. And uh, I, I just there was a text that was just on my heart all week long, because whenever I think about faith, this was the text that I learned as a child. And it was the text in the book of Daniel, chapter three, talking about the three Hebrew boys. Yeah. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. I would say the other thing that people say, like, I can I say it? it? Can I do it? Don't do it. All right. Don't I want to say it. <laughs> a bad Negro. <laughs> Some preacher uh, back in the day did a real bad job of exegeting that. <laughs> And then that stuck. 
So <laughs> real talk. So and and what what's happening in Daniel chapter three is um, King Nebuchadnezzar has put out there that when when you hear the music playing that you need to worship his God, mm. an idol God, not the true God. Right. But he had already put in place three Hebrew boys. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Mm -hmm. And there were people who were haters. Ever had a hater? Man, always. There were people who were <laughs> haters. And what they did was they spotted the, the three Hebrew boys not praying when the music played. So mm -hmm. they went and they told the king and they said, hey, snitches. we know some people <laughs> that when that music plays, they're not bowing down. They're mm -hmm. not worshiping your God. And he got upset. Mm -hmm. And when they told him who it was, he said, bring them to me. Right. And he came to them and he told them, he said, when you hear the music playing, you're going to bow down or else. Mm -hmm. So this was their response. And this is what it looks like to have faith in the midst, in the face of fear. Right. Because King Nebuchadnezzar could have done anything. And as a matter of fact, he's threatening them to throw them in a fiery furnace, mm. to literally throw them in fire if they don't obey. Mm. So let's read chapter three. And the book of Daniel, and we're going to read uh, just two verses, 16 and 17. It says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. He says, we're not, we're not even going to give you an answer. You know I'm yeah. not bowing down to no false gods and no false come idols. On, How on. many know that fear is a false god? Yeah. Come How on. many know that anxiety is a false god That's and right. a false idol? I'm not bowing down in the face of adversity. Right. I'm going to stand my faith. It says... If this be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. And he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. Yeah. Real faith is not faith that God will do what I want him to do. Wow. That's big. Say that again. Most people think they have faith. But I'm here to tell you that real faith is not faith that God will just answer your prayers. That's right. They stood and looked in the king's face and they said, our God is able. Able. Even if he don't. That's right. I'm okay with the outcome, but my faith does not change. Are you okay with the outcome? Are you only asking God? You only have faith because of what you're asking God to do. You believe he'll do. What if God's answer is no? Did we or did we not begin to pray about this pandemic a long time ago? And God, we go stop it where it is. Yep. Did it stop yet? Mm. Has your faith wavered? Wow. Wow. Really? You got to hit him like that? Is your faith contingent upon a favorable outcome? Mm. That's good. Is your faith contingent upon a favorable outcome? Mm. I hit on it a little bit, a little bit uh, last week when we were talking and, um, my my timeline is flooded. Mm -hmm. It Man, is flooded with Absolutely. preachers and people of faith doing a, a phenomenal job declaring God's word, speaking faith and speaking boldness and telling people this is the time to pray. This is the time to be in your word. And I am one million percent behind that message. Yeah. But I, I keep continue to hear this message that uh, if you just pray. Yeah, come on. Listen, don't if you pull just any pray. All of this is just going to be fixed and go away. Wow. And I was like, man, I didn't see that in the Bible. Mm -hmm. I didn't see that. The Bible tells us to pray and anything that we ask in his name, he will do it. He will bring it to pass. Absolutely. And that's that's the authority that God has given us as Christians. That is the authority that God has given us as priests. Right. As teachers of his word. But there are things in the Bible that God has revealed to us. And there are some things that he has hidden. Wow. And we have to 
operate in that authority, operate in that faith, but also understand that God does not answer to us. <laughs> That's true. God doesn't answer to me. He is sovereign, which means he does what he wants, when he wants, and how he wants. Yeah. And if God is sovereign, I come to him as his son, as his humble servant, and I, and I ask him to do things, and I believe it, and I show him, in your word, you told me to ask. And there's some times when God can come and say, I heard you, son, and I know what my word says, but I got this one. Yeah. Yeah, that's real talk. That's we're living in a time where I think it's time to lean in and pay attention. Uh, we're living in a time where perspective matters. How you see what's going on really matters. How you see uh, the quarantine, uh, social space. Uh, social distancing, mm-hmm. social, social distancing. distancing. Yeah. Uh, how do you how do you look at being sent home from work? Your children not being able to go to school. How you look at these things matter. If you look at them as an inconvenience, as a disruption to our lives, mm-hmm. as a um, just something broken, uh, a time to be afraid, a time to worry about what's happening in our world. I just watched a video of our governor. And she made a statement that was powerful to me. She said, if somebody would have told you a year ago that, hey, you're going to get some downtime, (laughs) you would have said, thank you, Lord. Right. If somebody would have told you a year ago, you're going to have a lot of downtime. You'd have said, man, I can catch up on some emails. Yeah. I can read a book. I I can spend some time with my family. Uh, I would love to spend some time with my wife and my kids. Uh, there's a project that I want to do around the house. You know what? I've been so busy. I haven't been in my word like I know I mm. should. You know, I would love to be able to put a little more time into prayer. I, I would love to, uh, to get into this devotional. Maybe you got a book you haven't written, a business plan that you want to write. Yeah. You have time now. Yeah. You have time now. Absolutely. So how we look at this really matters and what's happening in our lives. Maybe this is the time where God is calling us to regroup our families. Come on. I was asking him earlier, when was the last time that our family saw us pray? And I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about us. Yeah. When was the last time your family saw you lead them in prayer? When was the last time you had worship in your home? When was the last time men and women of God that you led a Bible study in your home and you got to teach your children what God's word says? You got time now. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're living in a time where people are coming back to Jesus right now. Right. The people are coming back to faith. They're being scared to their knees. And mm-hmm. I don't care how you get to your knees. I'm glad you're on your knees. Yeah. Stay there. Don't get up. Mm-hmm. Don't, ever, don't ever remove prayer from your life again. Don't ever remove worship from your life again. Yeah. This is a time where the world is recognizing that I was putting hope in the wrong place. Wow. That's good. I was putting hope in my paycheck. Yeah. I was putting hope in my job. It's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. I was putting hope in things that now are gone. I was putting hope in my president or putting hope in my, 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 my political party, my political affiliations. I was putting hope in, in, in my church that I get to go to on Sundays. I was putting hope in the fact that I can go knock on my pastor's door and ask him a question. I was putting hope in all these things. And some of these things are important and we need them. But our hope... <laughs> Our hope is to be in Christ and a personal relationship with him. Yeah. So we want to encourage you in this time of what it looks like to be fearless. Yeah. What what does it look like to be fearless? How do I have faith in the face of fear? What does it look like to be a fearless Christian? Uh, We're we're in our homes and we're we're being told to limit our travel. Um, We're literally watching 
um, state after state. Yeah. Be told not to leave your house at all. Yeah, travel restrictions happening. So I want to talk about a little bit. We can talk about a little bit. Mm -hmm. What does it look like to have faith in front of our children in this season? Mm -hmm. Uh, What conversations are our children hearing us have? Is it conversations of fear? Is CNN and Fox News are the only things playing in the background? Mm. For parents, this is a real conversation. I've got three boys at home, ages 14, 9, mm. and almost 5. Mm. And they're aware of what's happening. Yes, They're hearing what's happening. They know that the reason that they're home from school is because there's a pandemic on our hands. Yes. And if I'm honest, they're scared. Mm-hmm. They don't know what to think. Mm-hmm. And the scary part for them is... Daddy's still going to work. So, Dad, if we're not allowed to go to school, why are you still going to work? Because at the end of the day, they're fearful. Mm -hmm. And how do we have faith in the face of fear? And the number one thing that I've really been encouraging my kids at the end of the day is to know that God is with us. Yes, and God is in control. And God is in control. At the end of the day, it's not about just this pie-in-the-sky dream of having, oh, this supernatural being that's out there. But I'm reminded the scripture tells us that Jesus Christ is Emmanuel, God with with us. us. Yes. And the one scripture that I always go to is found in John chapter 1, verse 14. It says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Yes. Jesus came and he dwelt among us. And it's easy to say, well, Jesus is not around here anymore. My kids can say, well, dad, Jesus isn't here anymore. Dad, I don't see Jesus around. Jesus is not walking around anymore. So I'm scared, right? He says, listen. In this world, you will have trials and tribulation. He yes. reminds us that there's problems that are going to come. This issue that we're having with this pandemic is not unlike anything that's going to happen in this world. This is not an anomaly. This has happened over time and time again. But what Jesus tells us when he is ready to ascend back to heaven, he shares this with the disciples. He says, Lo, yes. I am with you always. Always. And I don't know about you, but I serve a supernatural, transcendent, omnipresent God. Yes. That God is everywhere at the same time. Yes. He is both in heaven and on earth. He's both in this house and with my kids at home. He is with us at work and he is with us at play. And the one encouragement that I give my children is God is with us Mm. and he cares. Yes. He cares. God is not a God who's just aloof somewhere, who just spun the world into existence. Mm-hmm. But God is near and present. Scripture says he's, an, he's near to us in our danger. Mm. He's near and present in the midst of danger. Yes. And right now the whole world is like, we're in danger. Yes. This whole world is falling apart. What's going to happen two, three, four weeks from now? Can I be honest? It's real. It's real. It's real. It's real. We're seeing what's happening in Italy. We're seeing what's happening all over the world. This is real. But you know who's even realer? Yes. The God of heaven and earth. That's how I am gathering my kids and saying, listen, we can be faithful even in the time of fear. We've got to be smart. This is one thing we said in the last message. You can be fearless, but don't be foolish. Yeah. Use wisdom. Use wisdom. The Bible says be Wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove. And I think that um, 
wisdom it comes from God. He says you pray for wisdom, he gives yeah. it what? Liberally. Liberally. Which means he gives you a whole lot of it. A whole so lot more than you giving, even expected to get. Exactly. If God is giving you wisdom, operate in wisdom. I'm yeah. not afraid. I'm not operating in fear. My my tr- my trust and my faith in God and my ability, my 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 faith in God's ability to do above and beyond. To yeah. he could he could he could wipe out every every aspect of coronavirus right now while Absolutely. I'm in the middle of talking. He can do that. He can. he can allow coronavirus to wreak, wreak havoc in this world. He can Absolutely. do that because he is God and I'm not God. He is sovereign. He is sovereign. And I'm not here to question him. Mm-hmm. I'm here to, 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 to come up under his authority, to submit to who he is. And we're talking about how do we share this with our kids? Yeah. Uh, I was in the middle of uh, worship, worship and I put on YouTube on the TV. I said, you know, no more CNN. No more Netflix. We putting on worship, and I'm just yeah. going in, and I'm worshiping. And it was me and my son Caleb, mm-hmm. and he started asking questions about worship and why we worship, and and I, I began to teach him and explain to him why we're worshiping God. Yeah, you're home because of a reason. He understands what coronavirus is to yeah. a certain degree. Mm-hmm. He knows something is happening, and instead of shielding him from the truth, I'm very honest with yeah. my kids. There you are. I literally showed him a video of some people suffering in a hospital bed from coronavirus, struggling to breathe. And I said, I am worshiping because this is not you, son. I'm worshiping because we need the presence of God to be in this place. I believe with all my heart that there is no problem that you will ever face that proximity to God cannot fix. And if we would have the presence of God, if I can invoke the presence of God in my house through my worship and through my prayer, my family is safe. Absolutely. My family is covered. And and that's what we need to do as a people. Absolutely. As a people, what we saw, the three Hebrew boys, what they said was, even if God doesn't, we believe he will. And they did this while being while 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 the while being threatened to be thrown in the fire. Mm-hmm. The threat never went away. They were thrown in the fire. Absolutely. They were thrown in the furnace. And King Nebuchadnezzar said, didn't I throw three people in there? Come on now. He said, I threw three yeah. and I see four. Preach. So what happens is yes. I can go into an epi- a, a pandemic. Right. I can enter into a pandemic mm-hmm. saying, God, I want you to deliver me. But no matter what happens, I'll trust you no matter what. That's and while right. I'm in a pandemic, I'm not alone. Come Why? Because Jesus is with me. God is with he us. is with me. Yeah. And they came out of the fire and they didn't even smell like they had been in fire. Come on. That's good. The church... Church of the Living God, you gonna come out of this pandemic, and I'm telling you, uh, uh, there is going to be revival that breaks out. Absolutely. I was talking today about what is our first Sunday church service gonna look Man, like gonna after this thing is over. Bananas. I'm telling you, I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> if you and Grand Rapids, you want to be irrelevant. I'm already hoping Listen, and wishing and now dreaming. You want to be irrelevant? Yeah, I'm, a, that's I'm for gonna sure. lose my mind. I'm excited. I'm excited. It's gonna be such a great experience. Yes. And can we leave you? with one message of hope. Everything that we've shared, I pray, has encouraged you. Listen, he is our God through the fire. Thank you, Jesus. He is with us through the fire. He is with us through coronavirus. He is with us through COVID ID, COVID-19. I can't even get it right, you know? It's, it's, It's missing my mind right now because at the end of the day, I know that whatever it is that stands in front of us, we will get through it. Yes. And the 60th Psalm reminds us this in verse 12. With God, Mm. we will do valiantly. Yes. I love that word, Mm. valiantly. In another translation, it says, with God, we will fight like heroes. Yes. 
That's yes. big. And you know what heroes need to do? They need to have faith in the face of fear. Yes. But heroes don't run away Mm-mm. from the fear. They understand to take precautions, but they face it straight ahead. And what we have to do as a people, as Pastor Robert has shared, no matter what comes our way, we've got to face it. Through thick, through thin, through health, through sickness, we will do valiantly because God is with us. Yes. And he is our hero. He says, heroes don't run. Yeah. And my hero is Jesus. Come on now. And he knew that they were coming and he didn't run. What he did is he began to pray and he asked the heavenly father, God, take this cup away. But nevertheless, not your will, but not my will, but your will be done. And he stood the ground and he knew the soldiers were coming to take him away. He allowed them to take him away. They took our Lord and Savior and Mm -hmm. they beat him and they nailed him to a cross and they hung him on a hill. His blood shed, washed away the sins of all of mankind. Definitely yours and mine. Absolutely. I am so grateful. And because of Jesus coming and giving his life, and we have the opportunity to have eternal life. And not just eternal life. I didn't just give my life to God to be able to live forever, but I gave it to him. Why? So he can be my God here on earth. Why? So I can live fearlessly. Absolutely. So when the world is freaking out and the world is hopeless, And the world is looking to people for answers that literally don't have answers. We can look to God and say, how can I put my trust and faith in you continuously, even in the face of fear? I can have faith in the face of fear and I can live fearlessly because of Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, because my God is my protector. My God is my keeper. My God is my provider. And my God is faithful. Yeah, absolutely. So we want to give you a moment. If you have not put your faith if you've not put your trust mm. in Jesus Christ, if you're at home right now watching this and you know that you are in fear over this, mm. this is your moment. Yes. This is your time to turn your faith, to turn your trust into our hero, Jesus Christ, because he has faced every fear that you ever will have. He's faced every foe that you feel that you're going to face. And he is won the battle so today we just want to invite you yes put your faith and trust in the fearless one thank you again for joining us on the relevant church podcast if this message has been impactful to you let us know by sending an email to hello at thisisrelevant.cc if god is impacting your life through this ministry join us in reaching others by investing at giving.thisisrelevant.cc Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for more messages like this one.